First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. Dolphins, Bills, Skylar Thompson show. When the Brady to Miami rumors start, as soon as they lose the game, what are we going to say about them? Because you know that's what that's what's going to happen as soon as they lose. Yeah. So yeah. what will you say about that? What will be your take on Brady going there? That that makes all the sense in the world. That it, like before the year, my take on what Miami did was I respected the hell out of it because I was like they put themselves into a situation where there was absolutely no way that they wouldn't have an answer on whether or not Tua was good by the end of it. Because they had Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell and Mike McDaniel and they kept Jusecki and they brought in Armstead and they signed a couple of running backs and Mostert. Like they, 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 they did everything you could possibly want to do to support a quarterback. And so if they were good with Tua, great. And if they were bad, then Tua's not good enough. And then Tua proves to be pretty damn good. And they were pretty damn good with Tua. And then without Tua, they weren't that impressive. The caveat that I didn't see coming was two diagnosed and three actual concussions and Tua's career maybe being in jeopardy. But what I had said before the year was, if Tua was bad, they'd be the most desirable place in the NFL to play. Who wouldn't want to go to South Beach with two number one receivers, a franchise left tackle, and an offensive-minded head coach? So, yeah, I expect Brady to love going back to the AFC East to stick it to Belichick twice a year and to go head-to-head with the Bills who he owns, and to throw to those receivers. And he tried to do it before. So, yes, I think that it's reasonable, and I think it's a great spot for him or Derek Carr or whoever the hell, or Aaron Rodgers or whoever the hell ends up there. Aaron Rodgers? You think that's on the table? No, I mean, I think the contract's, I think, I think the contract is probably untradeable. My point is, is that if the Miami Dolphin quarterback job is open, There's probably 25 quarterbacks in the NFL minimum who would say that's a better situation than the one I'm in. So I think that Brady has to look at a team like Miami differently than other quarterbacks, because I think right now we've learned with like the Bengals and how last year it was weapons over protection and they had a terrible line but they had Chase there instead, and it was just unstoppable because they just had too many receivers for teams to deal with, and Burrow made it work without an offensive line. I don't think Brady can make that same call. I think if he does, he's asking for it. Armstead's good, but Armstead's Armstead's injured a lot. He doesn't play a lot. That was the risk in signing him. That was part of the reason why New Orleans let him go. So I just wonder from a protection standpoint, I mean, every team that has Brady is going to try to get the ball out fast because that's what he did even when he was in New England. But I I just wonder about that. Like he, to me, not just a a weather situation and dome and stuff because of his age, but I think he'd want to go to the team with the best line in free agency. Well, I mean, listen, just make everything else work. If he gets to San Francisco, I guess that's different. But... What team other than my than San Francisco is just a better situation than Miami that's reasonably available? Like you could say Kansas City, but like obviously Mahomes is not leaving. Buffalo, you know what I mean? Like 
that that reasonably he could get to that has more pieces in place than Miami. I can only think of San Francisco. I can't think of a second one. But why would why would Miami want him over a younger quarterback who can probably at this point in their career maybe give you something close to Brady like production? Oh, different question. Different no, I, question. Know, I know. No, I know it is. I'm now presenting this and adding this into the conversation. Why would so you're saying for for Brady, it's probably what San Francisco one, Miami two, maybe the Raiders three. Yeah, and I think there's a huge drop off there from two to three. Okay, yeah, a huge drop off. Okay, do you think that among the the so-called available quarterbacks, Miami would look at Brady as the best one? I think that Stephen Ross would, and he signs the checks, right? Because he's the Michigan guy, and he yeah. tampered with him and lost a first round pick over him. He wanted so wanted him so bad. Well, there's but, your answer then, because I don't yeah. I don't think that that would be McDaniel's answer. But I think that McDaniel's answer would probably be Derek Carr. Um, just because because I was just going to say off the conversation we just had, why wouldn't he prefer Lamar Jackson? That's interesting. You've got those wide receivers and you've got a quarterback who can run. How the hell would do you they, defend do that? Do they have... No, they traded they... the first round pick for Chubb like idiots. Well, right. That's that what was I was going to say. They, they, don't, they don't have what it takes to trade for Lamar. Depends how Baltimore wants to do it. Baltimore's weird about some of the stuff they do with picks and whatnot. They're always stockpiling those compensatory picks. I know they did trade a first. Uh, they got a first back for Brown. So they have made trades like that but who knows what they yeah. would want that one would that would that would surprise me a little bit but god would i love to see that like lamar going from the best receiver he's ever had is hollywood brown to tyree kill and well Jerry what if Wall. i mean look i mean it, it would take uh, incredible balls like what Le'Veon bell did with the steelers which backfired what if Lamar Jackson said, I won't sign the franchise tag. I won't play unless you trade me to Miami. Find a way to do it. That's where I grew up. That's who I want to play for. Do it. Uh, yeah, that would be. That happens in the NBA all the time. Oh, of course. Of course. And it's happening more in the NFL. It would be a quite a power play uh, by Lamar coming off of missing the last five games plus no the playoffs agent. plus not playing well like that would be the most like like just like the, the heat check with the guy who hasn't been on fire move uh that we've seen in a while but I would respect it I respect it all right let's talk about your Giants they're getting a lot of love this week trendy upset pick you buying you agreeing well I'm, I, this is one of the this is this is so funny this game is basically the way that it's been talked about all week. The love for the Giants is really just a disguised way of expressing your hatred towards the Vikings. That's all people are doing. They're just Correct. using the Giants as a way. Picking the Giants is not is not a way of trying to promote like the Giants having a surprise season or believing in what they what they're gonna do or what they will do or what they've built. 
It's just, how can I slander the Vikings in the most hurtful way possible? Oh, the Giants, who aren't any good, are going to go there and beat them. That's what this is. And I will be honest with you, I agree. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have called both of these teams frauds all year. And so... What I said, I I texted a buddy today, uh, which leg of the Giants-Bengals six-point tees loses? Giants up to nine, Bengals down to two and a half. How does that lose? How does that lose? Um, I mean, you could obviously, it, it feels much more likely that the Minnesota, like Minnesota could win by double digits because the Giants aren't very good. But I feel like, the Giants should be able to move the ball on Minnesota. And th- this stat just jumped out at me before you answer that question. Bill Barnwell put it like this, because anybody could look up Football Outsiders DVOA and see that Minnesota's 27th in the NFL in DVOA. But he put it as the only teams with a worse DVOA than the Vikings either fired their coach or are the Chicago Bears. Like, Minnesota... Now, the Giants are 22nd. Like, they're not great either. Yeah. But that's how disappointing and bad Minnesota's been. Well, even if you go by – so even the season Kirk Cousins had, which it's interesting. Like, I thought that the Vikings overall season would be a way for people to just pile on Cousins. But I think people have just been doing that for so long. It, like, isn't effective anymore. Like, it doesn't move the needle at all. No. To just go after Cousins. So he is fourth in the league in passing yards. The only guys ahead of him are Mahomes, Herbert, and Brady. So that's pretty rarefied air, right? If you go to QBR, here are the quarterbacks this year who were who were below him. Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Mac Jones, Davis Mills, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield. So he is, I think Dan Orlovsky put out a quarterback ranking today. If you go by that stat, he's the worst quarterback in the playoffs. And his team's 13-4. and four. And he was fourth in the league in passing yards. That's pretty ridiculous. QBR, though. It, the, you don't the, like QBR now? You're anti-QBR? Well, no, no, no. I, no, I, I just say it, it, it does factor. I, I think the, the, the only knock on QBR, right, is that it, 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 like, people think it overvalues running for a quarterback. Like, there's no perfect stat, but I think that's one of the things with QBR, and obviously he's a statue. But um, as are all the guys that you just mentioned that are below him. But, um, yeah, I I think the bigger thing with Minnesota, we've talked about it all year, is their defense. They don't force turnovers. They don't cover people. They don't rush the passer. So pretty much, you know, 400 yards a game is easy against them. I would assume the Giants would be able to run the ball against them. Um but and isn't I, it crazy that they get no credit for the Buffalo win? Yeah. That's as good of a win as any team in football really has this year. What they did there, the plays that got made late in that game to win that. You're right. So, do you, so I mean, so your answer would just be Minnesota plays a good game at home in the postseason against no, the I ha- No, I, this is so weird. I actually... I, I said 0% chance that the Ravens win. I said that a few minutes ago. But for 
Like, John Harbaugh has a reputation for winning road playoff games. He's won a ton of them. But I just think his quarterback situation is so bad that I just can't fathom seeing them. I can see them losing a close game. The two and a half number, so that that's my hangup. If you said three and a half, I would say I could see the Ravens losing that game on a late field goal. Well, that's why the tease is good. It gets the it under seven three. So I, oh, I mean, listen, the, the Bengals, if anyone's teasing anything this weekend, you're teasing the Bengals. The Bengals are like the most obvious teaser we've seen in a while in the playoffs. But like, I think, I, I think doing it with New York back-to-back games on Sunday is, and I say, I think, I know I've already put it in, but that's going to be my Sunday enjoyment. And I, and I would suggest I'll throw it out there as we're, we're undefeated. We've done three bets. We're three and zero in show bets. I would, I would deposit our first teaser Bengals to two and a half giants up to nine is what I would like to, I would be, I would be on board with that. If that's what you want to do. It's what I would would like to do. do. Okay. All right. That's what I would like to do.